by way of the internet. And um, again, I just thank you for your patience with me and the people on the internet. It's amazing the people that contact us and connect with us, you know, from different parts of the world and where people watch us from. It's just amazing. Thank you so much. Anyway, uh, I try to keep up with my time, even though I got a clock up there. I got, you know, when you have two clocks, <laughs> it might help you out a little bit. But anyway, give Jesus another hand clap of praise, would you? What a week it's been for us and for many people in the world. And, you know, I just, I, I, I just, this time of the year, no matter, it's always very special for me. You know, I know it's sad for a lot. I mentioned this last week. I know it's sad for a lot of people, especially if you've lost a loved one. But, uh, you know, Jesus is the reason for all of this that we've had going on, even though the marketplace has commercialized Christmas and many of them call it happy holidays well it is some holidays but I'll tell you it's Christmas it's the birth of Jesus it may not have been the day he was born but it's the day we celebrate his birth so that to me is what it's all about and I know at our house on Christmas day uh, we served communion and we went on went, we had communion before we had food or anything else because we wanted to put Jesus first in our Christmas and I hope that every one of you did the very same thing and if you didn't uh, I hope you enjoyed anyway let's pray and ask God's blessings here on the message today father I thank you for this opportunity that we have to be here and uh, experience life church today and I pray those that are here in this room, Lord, whatever needs they may have, whatever may be going on in their life, or however they need, something to help them step up to a higher level. Words will be spoken through your anointing, God, that will resonate in their hearts and life and help them to see they can overcome, they can step up higher. They can make that move even before this year passes. And Lord, I ask for your anointing and supernatural recall for this service today and for each of the people that are here that they will be anointed to hear and receive. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now, today I'm going to finish the second part. I told you last week I wouldn't get through, and I didn't. And, um, you know, I think I could get a subject and stay on it forever. I, I just finally have to quit because I just get so full when I start studying and thinking about things because I love people, and I want people to grow. You know, I've never preached a message just to be because I've been invited somewhere in the world to speak or, or, or because that's what I do. I realize every time I speak and minister the Word of God, there's awesome people that has an opportunity and I have an opportunity for us to come together and connect. And if I can connect with you in the Spirit, then I can communicate. And if I can communicate, then I can impart and I can encourage. But if I can't connect, then I can't. I can't help in any way whatsoever. And then, of course, I'm not doing it on my own. I'm doing it by the help of the Holy Spirit. Because if I've got His help, then I know one thing where I miss the mark or can't say it exactly right. The Holy Spirit, He'll just go right in and make it be said better. Can you say amen? amen. 
Well, this is part two of finishing strong. And so, you know, we've got just a few hours left in this year. And uh, how are you going to live these remaining hours that we have left in 2018? Will you be happy? Or will you be sad? Will you be glad? Or will you be bad? Will you have a good attitude? Or will you have a negative attitude? Will you love God with all of your heart and others as yourself? Or will you choose to hold on to negative things that's happened in your past and carry them and drag them in to the new year that's coming? I hope that the latter or any of the negative things that I've just mentioned will not be a part of your life. But you'll decide, I'm going to take the rest of these hours that I've got in 2018 and I'm going to live them to the fullest and I'm going to believe God that something good is going to happen in my life. See, the choice is yours whether you will do what I've just talked about in the positive or in the negative. Now, Psalms 90 and 12, Psalms 90 and 12, it says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Everybody just read that out, would you? The scripture here is telling us, in other words, to, it's not talking about us to sit down and write down the number of our days because none of us know how many days we do have. That's, that's, that's not what the scripture is saying, but it's saying use them wisely and live them to the fullest. You know, you don't know, you just don't know the last day of your life. No one knows that. You know, I look at flames sitting there, and, um, you know, flames is just a beautiful lady and these three wonderful children, but, you know, she would have died. She was passed out. She was had a stroke and was in her bathroom, and, and for several days, no one knew, and finally she was found. And it was a miracle that she lived. A lot of people have something similar to this and they don't live. But she lived and here she is recovering almost back. You know, she couldn't walk, she couldn't talk, she couldn't do, but now she walks, she talks, and even got her driver's license back. So you see, uh, God is a good God. And he does good things. And when something bad happens, God didn't do that to teach her something. Some people say, well, God just beat me up. No, God doesn't beat people up. Satan is the killer. He's the thief. He's the stealer. And when it says to number our days, as I said, we really don't know how many we have. But the issue is, don't let the things that happen to you happen in you. I want to say that again. How many times do the things that happens to us, we take it inward and we begin to live it from the inside out of what happened to us rather than allowing the things that happen to us take the Word of God 
And wisely, as the scripture says, number your days. This day is the day that God has given you to serve him. You know, I'm looking back this morning and I'm seeing uh, the roses on the, the last chair back there. My, my heart breaks this morning because this was uh, Geneva Montgomery's seat. And uh, Geneva has been with us uh, almost since day one, one of the most beautiful women in the world. I say that inwardly. She was so beautiful and she loved her pastor. <laughs> she loved her pastor. I'm telling you one thing. I, I had no question about her love for me. I mean, she would just tell me how much she loved me. And, and when we called this morning and found out that sometime this morning she went home to be with Jesus. Now, she wasn't that old. I think she was 78 or 79, somewhere right along in there. Some people said, well, that's old. No, dear, that's not old. That's just years and age. It's not old. <laughs> but I would have never dreamed that she was such a fighter. Uh, I mean, she was just a, such a fighter. I would have never dreamed that... that uh, she would have be in heaven right now. I mean, she was here earlier this morning, and but somehow uh, life was finished for her. Her race had been run. It's over. So I want to say again, number your days and live them. I didn't know last week when Geneva uh, Montgomery was sitting in that seat like she did every Sunday, and you know she only had she you know she went through some terrible times and. We stuck with her, and, our, and she was a part of the group that, that uh, many, a number of people come together once a month, and she was a part of this group, and she would be there. And nothing could hold her down, you know. She had one of her legs amputated, but she got in the car and drove anyway. She said, I'm not going to let that stop me. I'm going to church. I'm going where I want to go. And anyway, I can see her right now in heaven straightening everybody out that's up there. She's... She's just telling everybody how it is, you know. This I, I know I've just left the earth, but I'm up here, and this is my home now. And y'all just do this, and y'all do that, because that's kind of the way Geneva was. She kind of had her own little way of doing things. But anyway, her daughter told us this morning, you know, she said uh, she loved her pastor, and, and I knew that, and she, she was maintenance-free. You know, she was just one of the ones that was maintenance-free. You never had to be concerned. And I remember when we were going through a dilemma, she was going through a dilemma in her body some time back, and I went to see her. Uh, you know, that was one of the most blessed, well, I went to see her a couple of times, a number of times, but that one particular time, just sitting there with her and letting her tell me about her life, you know, and how good God was to her. See, this is what it's all about. You know, I often say, don't live for God, live with God. And to me, there's a difference in living for God and living with God. And I believe that um, Miss Geneva was one of those that learned how to live with God. You know, the, as I said, don't let the things that happen to you happen in you. And when we lose loved ones, it's difficult, it's hard. When people go through divorce, these things are hard. But one thing we can do, we can turn our hearts and life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And remember, now I'm talking about finishing strong. This year, we've got just a few hours left. 
What are you going to take out? Or what are you going to be holding on to when you go out of this year? Is it going to be the joy of the Lord? What is it going to be? Anyway, Ephesians 5, verses 15 through 17. And I read this out of the Amplified Bible. And it says, look carefully then how you walk. Now listen, look carefully how you walk. Live purposely and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people, making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping the will of the Lord. See, don't take any day for granted. Don't take any day for granted. Don't take next year for granted. Don't take your loved ones for granted. Don't take the Holy Spirit for granted. Don't take the Father, the Son. Don't take them for granted because God has given you life here on this earth and live it, live it that is pleasing to God. And when you please God, you have to please other people. Oh, there's some people you can never please. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to please them. But one thing about it, when you please God, you will please other people. See, it be at peace with yourself, no matter what may have happened to you this year. And I'm sure a lot of people have had difficulties and things that has happened in this year. If it was hurtful or negative, uh, don't take it into 2019. I mean, you don't have long to get rid of it. You don't have long to get rid of it, but you've got enough time to get rid of it. Uh, leave it. Enter into the, the new year. Enter into this new year with, with God's love in your heart. And today and tomorrow, I'm going to ask you, be joyful. Don't complain. Don't complain about one thing. Hmm. I got a couple of smiles. I got some stares. Uh, but, but what good is it going to do you to complain? Complain is finding fault. It's making accusation. It's, it's, it's bringing a formal charge. So why complain? Don't complain, especially about what you permit. Don't complain about what you permit. Are you listening this morning? So many people are complainers and whiners. But for two days, today and tomorrow, if that happens to be you, would you not please complain but find something good to say go out go out of 2018 saying nothing but good things you know you've heard me preach message after message of how important our words are words words have life or they have death they have life or they have death so what words are you going to speak 
I don't know what you're going to speak. I don't know what you're going to say, you know, but I'm going to speak life. You know, I know a lot of people, they use the word death in ways that I, I don't use it. Uh, and I know they don't mean anything about it. And they'll say, that just scared me to death or that just tickled me to death. Well, I don't put death in my vocabulary because it's not going to help. I mean, I don't think those are big issues. Some people make big issues out of them. I don't think they're a big deal because I don't think people mean that. But, you know, why put death in your vocabulary when we got so much life that we can? So I'm, I'm going to use a term that I don't, I don't think I've ever used. I beg you. For the next 48 hours or however long it is until that clock strikes 12 uh, on, on Monday night when that clock strikes 12 and you that will be watching, I know we normally do, we, we're normally watching the ball up in New York come down. I don't know why we watch that, but you know, it's just something about it. We just watch that and all them people standing out there freezing, you know. Uh, I mean, they're freezing and freezing, but somehow we're lying warm in the bed with our TV on watching that ball from New York fall. I don't know why we do that, but but we do. I really never had a desire to go and be in that crowd. But, uh, you know, uh, and, and then it's still not, it's still not 2000, it's still not the new year here in Dallas as we know that, but on the Eastern time, but in Australia and in the Philippines and many places where we have ministered and spoken and we have friends contacting us, many of them are already uh, wishing us Happy New Year and they're already experiencing the new year before we ever get there. But let me tell you something, we here in America and you that's uh, somewhere else, especially in Australia and, uh, and in the Philippines and that part of the world, where uh, the time change is much different, 14 hours difference in the Philippines than us, and Singapore and, and Dubai is about 10 uh, hours difference, and you in Dubai, bless y'all today. Uh, anyway, you know, just don't complain. Don't, don't, let, don't let something bad go uh, out of your mouth. Say something good. And you know, last week I didn't finish a point. I got sidetracked. You know, I was talking about when you go to work, when you go to work, don't just go for the paycheck. When you go to work, go to complete a task. You're there. Somebody said, well, I, I'm just there to get my paycheck. Well, you know what? You're just going to be miserable those eight hours you're there. And why be miserable if it's eight or ten or whatever it is? Don't just do it to be uh, getting the paycheck. And, and I, got, I brought up the Golden Gate Bridge and I got sidetracked on another story about us and that wasn't what I intended to talk about and I didn't finish that point but I want to finish it. You know the people that worked on the Golden Gate Bridge I think about them you know that was a historical happening that took place that bridge is awesome you know especially when you go there and, and what it did and how it connected people together and it took them a long time I won't get into it and know the history of it but people lost their their lives but they weren't just working eight hours or ten or twelve hours a day they were building a bridge so when you go to work you're doing something for your company so don't just sit there looking at the clock when do I get to go home when do I get to go home when do I get to go home do your job well 
If you will do it as unto the Lord. If you will do it. That's what the scripture said. I don't like my job. I don't like anybody around me. Well you know. That's a good time to change things. When you go in to work this. If you will go to work tomorrow. If you have to work tomorrow. Go in tomorrow on that last day. And saying this is the day the Lord has made. And somebody you don't like. Instead of sticking your tongue out at them. Just bring them a cup of coffee or something. No pastor I can't do that. I wouldn't do that. Well Jesus might. What would Jesus do? You know find out what Jesus would do. Anyway do something good. The Bible says be wise and make the most of your time. Don't waste moments. We only have a few of them left in this year and then we're in the next year. Don't waste hours, days, weeks, months and years dwelling on wrong things. How many times do we think on things that have no value for our present or for our future? Paul said, don't be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but grasp what the will of the Lord is. You know what? That's what I want for, for, for you. I want you to know the will of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Roger and Gloria, I want y'all to know what the will of the Lord is for your life every day. I want everybody to know the will of the Lord because when we know the will of the Lord, it's easy, it's easy to trust God. See, the Bible says in 1 John 5, uh, 20, 15, and 14 and 15, this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we have the petitions that we desired of him. So the, 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 the question is, what we're asking for the remainder of this year, we need to say, Lord, I want to go out of this year knowing your perfect will. I want to know what you want me to do. See, the scripture says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. So if you're walking in righteousness, God will order your steps as you leave this year. Amen? Amen? Now, the Apostle Paul never let the bad things that happened to him happen in him. We can see that as we read the scriptures. The bad things that happened to him, he never let it happen in him. He was beaten with whips, rods, shipwrecked, put in jail, put in the stocks. But he always had a great attitude. You know what he said in Acts 26 and 2? In Acts 26 and 2, he said, O King Agrippa, I think myself happy. Right in front, he, you know, he'd been persecuted, he'd been put in, he was in jail, but he had to stand before King Agrippa. You know, I remember I was preaching about, uh, I was preaching years ago, not years ago, a few years ago, for Joyce Meyer and in Hyderabad, India, and we had about, 40,000 in the service that morning and she was sitting next to Sharon and I opened the text of Acts 26 and 2 and I started to read that morning uh, of where the Paul said I thank myself happy and she looked at Sharon and she said I've never seen that in the Bible well guess what it doesn't matter that's why I tell you to read it over and over again 
Because sometimes she said, well, I read that scripture before and I never saw that. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Well, you see, that's why I tell you, read the word of God. That's why we read it through every year. We read the Bible through every year. Now, this year I did something different than I had never done before. I read it chronologically. And uh, reading it chronologically was really, really refreshing to me because normally I just start and I have a plan and I read so many chapters or whatever and then, you know, I meditate on this. But this past, this year, I, I did it chronologically and, and many times it would take me to the different places and I was reading the same story over and over again. But as I read that same story over and over again, it really was refreshing in one day to read that same story that the scripture talks about in different books of the Bible when it brought it all together much better. So I encourage every one of you when, when you, you get up, uh, when you get up on New Year's Day, start your plan of reading through the Bible again because God said, as I already quoted through his word, your steps will be ordered by the Lord if you, if you are walking in his will. Now Paul was in jail in, uh, Philipp- in jail and in Philippians 4 and 4. He was in jail and he said this, Rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> Always delight. Gladden yourself in him again, I say rejoice. Can you think about that? Here was a man that was in prison and he's telling people outside, rejoice in the Lord again, I say rejoice. Now, what did he say? He said rejoice always. See, when you're mad and angry, when somebody said something or done something, uh, you know, and you're mad and angry and you're pouting, you're not just talking. You think you're making somebody miserable? No, you're making yourself more miserable than you're making the person miserable. I just don't let that happen to me. If somebody wants to do that to me, I just say, stay in your world. I'm not getting in it. I'm going to be in my world. I like the world I'm living in. I'm not talking about just this world, but the world of the Holy Spirit. Can somebody say amen? Now, bad things happen to all of us. And how we handle the bad things that happens to us will determine our future. I'd say everybody in here, you've had bad things to happen to you one time or another, or you're living in a situation somehow with something that's always a challenge. Maybe it's a child, maybe it's a, um, it's a loved one of something, or, or, or who knows, it could be a physical condition, and you're living, being challenged every hour almost you're being challenged well God is still God the apostle Paul had so many challenges after his birth the the birth that he had of giving his heart and life to God but we never see where Paul let these things happen in him I just gave you a reference of where Paul said rejoice in the Lord always again I say rejoice when he stood before King Agrippa I think myself happy is anybody here 
See, this past week, we've really had a horrible, horrible, horrific week with weather for people that are traveling. Joy, was you, was you a flight attendant this week? You you was not on. <laughs> well, I was going to say I was going to ask Joy if she was. Uh, uh, she's a flight attendant and she has some wonderful stories. And uh, but uh, uh, I guess she was glad that uh, her, she had the week off. <laughs> uh, you know, because I'm sure there was a lot of tempers flying this past week. I mean. <laughs> I mean, they were flying. No telling where those tempers were flying to because of, of weather and, and things that a lot of people couldn't control. And I, I know our grandson and, and our little grand, great-granddaughter that I was holding here last week, uh, uh, they went to the airport by uh, Friday night. They had a flight on American flying from Dallas to Chattanooga. It's just a little hour and 20-minute flight uh, on one of those little flights, you know, real simple. But... The weather is not always simple. And so when the weather's not simple, that puts a lot of things in disarray and, and causes, I guess different people make decisions in those companies and don't tell one and the other one don't know. And anyway, uh, I won't make this a long story. I'll make it as short as I could. But when um, he looked at the, uh, the, the, thing, the website set his own time, he called and looked and it says the flight coming in that's late. But anyway, he decided to, he called and they said, well, it is late. It's not going to leave. And so he went home and as soon as he got home, he looked on the website and he called and they said, no, it's on time. So anyway, he went to the airport with his little sweet little, uh, oh, Charlie Knight. 17 months old and Danny and their luggage and and you know they got to the counter and and they had her name spelt wrong so they're trying to get that figured out and when they got that figured out the time passed of uh, it's the 45 minutes had passed now it was our, it was uh, 44 minutes and so they couldn't check the bag so there was a sweet lady there that said, I'm going to take you through the, I'm going to take you through the TSA with your bags and we'll check them at the gate. And so the sweet lady trying to help them and they, they got through TSA and you know, you can't take anything in through TSA that's, that's hairspray or creams or anything like that. So they had throw away $50 worth of stuff or more going through the line. My grandson was not a happy camper. So when he got to the gate, he got to the gate. Uh, they said, you can't check the bags here. And the other lady says, well, I've already brought them through. I've got arrangements. You can't do that. So anyway, they said, okay. But in a little while, uh, they said the flight doesn't leave till 11. And that was 840. And it was supposed to left at 830. And they said the flight doesn't leave till 11. Now, I'm going longer than I intended on this. But this is one of thousands of people's stories. I just happen to know this one. And but thousands of people's stories. So they walked up to the other gate and they wouldn't let them check the bag, said you can't do this. And so they had to go through supervisor after supervisor. He was telling me the story. And then finally, 11 o'clock, the flight land uh, took off. But just as they were uh, about to land in, in uh, Chattanooga, there was so much fog. The, the pilot thought it was best not to because he didn't have a complete mile of, of visibility, so he decided not to land, so he went to uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, 
so they arrived at Louisville, Kentucky at 2 a.m. And no employee was there to meet them, only the person that put the uh, thing out to the plane. And so when they walked in, there was no one there. At 2 o'clock in the morning, finally at 5 o'clock, an employee showed up and brought them some Cokes and whatever, you know. And none of those, there was 50-something people there, none of those was happy campers. And he said, what some of them were saying, Papa, he said, he said, what some of them were saying and the language they was using, it wasn't nice. And uh, anyway, uh, finally, uh, he decided, I'm going to drive the rest of the way because they said that flight would not leave until 1.30 p.m. And they arrived there at 2 a.m. And so it's not going to, so he knew he could get a rental car and drive. So he, he couldn't get his bag, though, till 7 o'clock. And the car company didn't open till 7 o'clock. And so finally got his bag, finally got his car, got in the car at 7.30, and he was driving down the road telling me this story. So, you know, bad things happen to good people. How do you handle them? Some people in the airport realize this is chaos, and, and it's going to be chaos until it's all straightened out, and then it's going to start all over again when the weather system starts again. So, folks... Why get upset about something you can't control? You know, I've been stranded before as much as we've traveled. You know, just, just on one airline alone, I've got over four million miles, two millions on another one, and a million on another one, not counting all before they started counting miles. So, you know, I understand what it is to get stranded, and I understand what it is to get knocked off of the plane, you know, just all kinds of stuff. But you know what? I just learned... This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to endure what I have to endure and enjoy the rest because I am alive, so I'm going to live. I'm not going to die through this situation. Amen. Oh, is anybody here with me? Amen. See, they told my, my, my grandson, you know, they asked for a hotel, all of them did, and they asked for food, and they said, no, we're not giving you any. This is an act of God. That wasn't an act of God. <laughs> it's a good thing to tell people to keep from doing anything. Insurance companies love that. But this is not an act of God. God doesn't do this to people. James 1 says in 17 that it's good things that comes from God. So if your plane's late and the weather's bad, don't blame that on God. That's the devil out there stirring stuff up. Or it's weather patterns that's happening. You know, I remember one time, I remember one time I was flying my airplane. I don't have one now, but I was flying my airplane from uh, Mexico to uh, a to Alabama and I had to stop here in Dallas because there was a squall line between here and between Dallas and and uh, Huntsville Alabama which I had to fly through and so I, my plane I couldn't get above the, the, the squall line and it was too bad for me to fly through so I just had to sit on the ground and we got a hotel and spent the night you know what fortunately we were able to get a hotel and spend the night. Amen. But it didn't always work out that way. Now let me tell you. Uh, bad things happen to us. How do you handle bad things? 
Once again, God doesn't do bad things. Everybody say, God doesn't do bad things. See, life brings many things that we can't control. A lot of disappointments, hurts, uh, hurts happen. And remember, let me just reiterate and say it again. The bad things that comes to you are not from God. But God gives you and he will give anyone strength to walk through it if you'll trust him. Now look at Paul. Paul, let me, let me just take a few scriptures here. A little more than I normally read. But it's good just to get a little background. This is Paul talking in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 24 through 28. He said, five different times the Jews gave me their terrible 39 lashes. Wow. Wow. Five different times. Now, remember I said a few minutes ago, don't complain the rest of this year. Look at Paul. He said, three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I was in the open sea all night. And the whole next day. Wow. I have traveled many weary miles and have been often in great danger from flooded rivers, from robbers, and from my own people, the Jews, as well as from the hands of the Gentiles. I have faced great dangers from mobs in the cities and from death in the deserts and in the stormy seas and from men who claim to be brothers in Christ but are not. We'll let that one settle in, won't we? (laughs) I have lived with weariness and pain and sleepless nights. Often I've been hungry and thirsty and gone without food. Often I've shivered with cold. Think about that. Often I've shivered with cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Besides all this, I have the constant worry or care of how the churches are getting along. That's quite a... That's quite a story, isn't it? But see, he didn't let it happen in him. Once again, I want to repeat that phrase. He didn't let it happen in him. He was just telling what had happened to him. And, and he said, uh, I've been through all of this. But he was just saying, things happen to us as Christians, but God never leaves us nor forsakes us. Now, do you think you've been through anything like this in 2018? See, some people grumble and complain about what they've gone through. And maybe even in life, do you think you've been through anything that bad? I hardly think so. You know, I've had some bad days, but I don't, I don't, I can't compare anything to that. See, Paul went on to say, if you'll read further on down in that chapter, you'll read where he starts talking about his thorn in the flesh. And the thorn in the flesh was not sickness or disease. That thorn in the flesh was nothing but Satan himself coming to torment him and to try to get him to have the things that was happening to him get inside of him. But he said, I asked the Lord several times about this, but he just said, my grace is sufficient. Isn't that wonderful? So why sit here and be angry and mad about something that happened several years ago or through this year? Why don't you just 
put your head up and begin to say I am an heir of God I'm a joint heir of Jesus Christ and God's blessings are with me I'm going to stand I'm going to be happy I'm going to be filled with joy no weapon that has been formed against me will prosper I'm walking and living in the love of Jesus you say now pastor it's just not that easy I didn't say it was Well, David said in Psalms, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises will be in my mouth. So you can look at some people's face and you can say, you, you can say, you can just see their face saying, they're not saying something good is about to happen to you. You can look at their face and the scowl on their face shows you what's going on on the inside. Is anybody here? See, he didn't complain the things he was going through because he knew where he was going to. I want to say that again. He didn't complain about the things he was going through because he knew where he was going to. Folks, I don't know about you, but one day I'm going to heaven. One day I'm going to heaven. Sister Genevieve, you know, uh, we call her Genevieve, but Sister Geneva, you know, I didn't know she was going to go to heaven today. I didn't know she was going to go to heaven today. If I'd have known she was going to go to heaven today, I would have called her yesterday and I would have just loved on her and said, you're the sweetest person and I thank you for all the years you've come to grace. And you know what? Sometimes that little sweet thing, if she couldn't get to church, she'd get in her car and she'd drive over here and she'd say, I got to bring my tie. Can you believe that? She would come over here and pay her tithe even if she missed church on Sunday. That's how much she believed in serving God and doing things the right way. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Well, I won't get into that because I could go on what's going on in heaven right now. But anyway, encourage yourself in the Lord. Don't feel sorry for yourself when things happen to you. Get up and let the remaining hours that's left in this year be the best of this year. I'm going to do it, folks. I'm going home today and, you know, uh, I don't know what's going to happen to the Cowboys and don't really, it doesn't really matter, you know, what's going to happen to them. Uh, you know, some people probably didn't come to church this morning because they knew they wouldn't get there in time to see the opening kickoff, but it doesn't matter. One way or the other, whatever happens to the Cowboys, one way or the other, I'm still going to be happy. You know, I know there's a lot of people in Oklahoma not happy today because of Alabama last night uh, winning that game last night. But you know what? Uh, that's that's a game. You know, somebody's going to win. There's no two 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 people two games that can win one game. I don't understand that. People go into games and when one loses, it's like, oh, it's the end of the world. It's just a game. We're not living a game. We're living life. And life is not forever here. It's forever there on the other side. So which side of life will you be on? See, encourage yourself. Now, Cheryl, if you'll put this up. I pledge to finish strong in every area of my life, no matter the challenges or circumstances. With God blazing the trail, we can always finish strong.
Tim Tebow. You know, when he, all this stuff happened to him in the football and he couldn't get on, no, no team would hire him. He could have, you know, because he got down and prayed and worshiped the Lord and magnified the Lord. They didn't, they didn't like that. But you know what? I don't think he's hurting for money. I think he's a pretty wealthy guy right now and he's in the middle of stuff all the time and you don't ever hear him whining about because those teams did this to him. He's just going on with life. And here he said, I pledge to finish strong in every area of my life no matter the challenges or circumstances with God blazing the trail, we can always finish strong. Ooh, that's what I'm praying. God, you're blazing my trail. And you know what? Here in the chapel, I'm just believing next year God's going to bring us some new people in because, you know, we've had some to go on to heaven. You know, Janet Krieger, you know, that was, she was another. Uh, Janet Krieger that went to heaven, I'm telling you, this is the most precious woman. You know, she'd come to our house for different things and she worked at Neiman Marcus for years. And right after she retired from, I, I don't know how many years Anyway, she and her husband went on a cruise to Alaska and then all, once that old cancer came and took her out of this world and, and, and I saw her just minutes before she went home and she just said, oh, Pastor, I'm happy. I'm full of God's love and just, just tell him to just let me go on now. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I, I don't want no more of this earth. And, you know, we did the service and then, then it wasn't but it was a few months till her husband went and then there was Linda Vollen, you know, such beautiful, beautiful person. I, I, one of the most beautiful people I think that we've ever known. And then Harold Irby, another great man. Yes, remember Harold Irby served on our board for so long and was just a sweet man. But you know, some of them are gone on to be with Jesus, so the Lord's got to bring us some new one in so we can help get them ready to go on to be with Jesus. That's just a few, not many, that have, but there's been so many in the past few years that's gone on to be with Jesus. And then many's moved on to other states and different places, you know, and doing different things. And some got divorced and, you know, they went apart and whatever but you know what uh, we're still here and I'm believing as we leave this year the best is yet to come and we're going to take uh, experience life church into a new dimension when I say we the Holy Ghost your help we're going to go into a new dimension and I believe the power is going to fall the blind's going to see the death somebody says let's get big stuff pastor well my ladder shall be better than the former I don't mean to point my finger at me, but your ladder shall be better than your former. Amen. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. You know, Paul from the bowels of a Roman jail. And you know, we think about jail today in prison here, and they're bad. But you think about the jails back in those days and what Paul had to live in. I mean, he was cold. They didn't have heat. They didn't have... They didn't have cooling things they didn't have anything in the jails then but he was deprived of the most basic needs but he he wrote a thank you note and he said he said in Philippians 4:18 I have all and abound I am full 
I have all and abound and I am full. Here he is in a detestable place, disgusting place he didn't deserve to be in because he was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But he said, I have all and abound. I am full. His friends had, many of them abandoned him. His enemies were numerous. And whatever comforts he had, uh, enjoyed at the time uh, uh, in, in his life, he was away from them then. He was stripped uh, bare of everything except his existence in God. He said, I am full. Even though he was living in the worst conditions things could be. Let me ask you a question. What would your note from prison have sounded like? What would my note from prison have sounded like? I, I'm going to tell you all something. I don't know if I ever told you this or not, but I got put in jail one time. Did I tell you? Well, I'll just tell you again. I was in Roanoke, Virginia. And I used to be a, one of those preachers that carried a tent and six tractors and trailers. We had a huge tent, seated 8,000 people. And we had six tractors and trailers that went across the United States of America. And I was in Roanoke, Virginia. And we had hundreds and hundreds of people in the meeting. <clears throat> I'd just given the altar call. And it was a, a 500 people had come to Christ that night. And... My loudspeakers was louder than some people around liked. And so the police came in and took me by the arm and twisted my arm and got my other, got their other hand and put it in the seat of my pants and took me to jail. But you know what? When they put me in that jail, I was in there with drunks and goodness gracious. Of course, they put me in a cell, but they had a little holding room out there where there's a bunch of them. So I was just in there just praying in tongues and just, you know, I, I wasn't going to be crying because they put me in jail. I don't know why they did that. I don't know why they put me in jail. It was crazy. And then, two, there was two other police came with them and they brought the dog and took the mask off, but the dog wouldn't even move. Amen. And two of the police officers got down and started kneeling and praying. And and uh, you know you know Pentecostal people back then. This has been a long time ago. Now I was 21 years old when this happened. And Pentecostal people, you know, can be real Pentecostal, especially back in those days. Well, they were talking in tongues and going over and laying hands on those other two policemen, and it really made that one mad. His name was T.K. Wilson. It really made him mad. And that's when he come up and got me on the platform and and took me out to the police car and and, and uh, they drove me to jail. But when I was there in that that, that cell. I just, I was in, I can't believe this happened to me. I, I can't believe this is going on. I just started paying in tongue. Lord, just help TK to get his eyes open. Bless those police officers and bless the people in jail. And somebody's in my cell and they said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just rejoicing. And he said, what are you rejoicing for? You're in jail, man. I said, I'm a preacher. He said, I don't care what you are, you're in jail. <laughs> I said, well, I said, I ain't going to stay here forever. I said, they can't keep me here forever. I'm just here for a little while, and I'm going to have myself a good time. He said, in jail? He said, man, what's wrong with you? He said, are you psyche or what? 
so in a little while, they came and unlocked the, the, my cell and let me out there with all those guys, some of them drunk and everything. You know, I was walking around and I was just blessing the Lord. And I said, my name's Don Clowers. What's yours? And, you know, I'd just talk to them and I'd just smile at them and I'd say, praise the Lord. And they said, are you crazy? <laughs> I mean, I was just having myself a time. I don't want to go back. I didn't tell you I wanted to go back. I didn't tell you I liked it. I'm just telling you, I knew I had no choice. I was there. And here she was trying to make bond to get me out, you know. And, and I, it, it, several hours passed, and the warden, when he had come in to get people out, you know, they'd make bond and get out. And when he come in, I'd say, hey, bless you, warden. I'm praying for you. God bless you, warden. I just hope you get the Holy Ghost. I, I just, 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 and, and so finally in there, he says, oh, my God. God, I'll be glad when they let you out of here. You're driving me crazy. Finally, about 2 o'clock in the morning, her and the pastor got me out of jail. They put, put a bond and got me out of jail. I don't even know what I did wrong. <laughs> I just preached. I just wasn't like Paul, but I was preaching. And so... You know, I went to, we, we, she finally got me. We went back to the hotel and Tammy was little then. And uh, anyway, we got up the next morning. We had a court trial and, and folks, that was some court trial. I'm telling you one thing. Uh, it, 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 I forgot the time it started, but, but the courtroom was jam packed with people from the service. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody to come. I, all, I, all I knew, I had a court date that I had to show up to. And so, I mean, it was jammed. Hundreds of people, and it wasn't a big courtroom. And people were standing around the wall. And so the judge said, now, we normally, uh, he's told what kind of court it was. And he said, if you're here, he said, I know there's a lot of people in here for some reason, but the court we usually hold here won't be healed. we got a special case with an evangelist today. So, so the... The other cases will be held in court, so and so, so and so. So nobody moved. <laughs> so he kind of said it sternly again the second time. Nobody moved. Finally, the third time, he hit the, what do you call that thing? Gavel. He hit the gavel and he said, I told y'all. And so nobody left. Maybe I think one person got up and went out and he said, well, what's going on here? He said, all right, uh, here's the evangelist. And I didn't have an attorney. I didn't know you needed an attorney. I just there. I just got put in jail for preaching. So anyway, I'm, I don't know why I'm telling you this story, folks. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with my message. Well, I guess it does. I guess it does. But anyway, uh, I was sitting there just as happy as I could be. You know, I wasn't wanting to be there, but I was just as happy as I could be. And so the police got up, and he told his side of the story and everything. And then, uh, uh, um, oh, before that happened, though, the judge said, everybody that's going to be a, a, a witness in this case, would you stand on your feet and come down to the front and, and be sworn? And so everybody in the courtroom stood up. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of people stood up. And the judge was blue-ruled. He said, you can't all testify in this case. We'll be here forever. Now, sit down. 
And the ones that's standing, you know, they couldn't sit down anyway. And they're out in the hall and they were down, way down, uh, just a hundred people or more outside, you know. And so, once again, he said, everyone that was present and saw what happened and was going to be a witness in this case, stand on your feet. Now, you that's going to give testimony only, stand on your feet, come down, let me swear, get sworn in. Well, you know, everybody stood on their feet again. Oh, he wasn't a happy camper. He started beating on that thing. And, you know, he said, all right, everybody raise your hand. He had them sworn in, you know. And finally, one of dear old Pentecostal brother, he, he spoke up and he said, uh, Your Honor, we don't believe in swearing. Can we affirm? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he said. Have it your way. You, do you affirm to tell the truth? Nothing but the truth. So help you God. Oh my Lord. I'm telling you. And I'm sitting there just. You know. I know what's going to happen. I ain't done anything wrong. Just preach the gospel. So finally. Uh, I got called to the stand. And the way it was in that courtroom. The judge faced the audience. And the witness faced the judge. So my back was to the congregation. And so when the judge would ask me a question or something. I'd answer. And the crowd would say. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. I mean real loud. <laughs> Remember there was a lot of Pentecostals in there too. You know John Osteen said. There'd be a lot of Pentecostals in heaven. If they don't run a past it. But I remember, I remember, you know, I was young and, and you know, real bold and uh, real courageous and would say anything came to mind. I ain't saying the Lord put it all in my mind, but anyway, he would say some things and, and when he did, you know, I'd say whatever I needed to say and, and that courtroom would start clapping and, and some would start speaking in tongues. He'd say, hold it, this is not church, this is a court of law. So don't you people know this is a court of law? That your preacher is on trial here for disturbing the peace and interfering with the police officer. That's what they arrested me for, was interfering with the police officer because I looked at him when he grabbed me and I said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. I was 21. <laughs> and that's why he arrested me because he said I was being abusive and interfering with the police officer. And so, so they arrested me for that. And anyway, uh, I remember the, the, the trial kept going on. He said something. He said, now preacher, he said, this is getting out of hand. You're going to have to stop this. He said, I can't have this going on in my courtroom. Well, you know, a few, few more things happened. And then all at once there was just a big burst out of hallelujahs and praise the Lord and clapping. And some of the Pentecostals was being Pentecostal, you know. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, you know. <laughs> and the judge started taking his gavel and hitting it on the desk. So I jumped up real quick and turned around telling them to be quiet. Well, they thought I was getting blessed. <laughs> Oh, my.
my goodness, did we have church for about five minutes. That judge was livid. He didn't know what to say. He said, I'm going to take you in the back. And I said, oh, you're going to be like Pilate, are you? (laughs) He said, young man, you better watch your mouth. The newspaper headline that day was court trial turns into evangelistic service. (laughs) But you see, I could have been saying, where was God? Why did you allow this? Why is this going on? But you know, when it was all said and done, at the end, I was given freedom to, to continue the meeting as long as I wanted to continue the meeting. And had the opportunity had the opportunity to sue the city and get millions and millions and millions of dollars. Matter of fact, I had a senator that came to me and said, what's happened to you should never have happened. I will be your attorney and I will represent you against this city and you'll never want for anything the rest of your life for what they did to you. This is embarrassing and it should never happen to a servant of the Lord. Time Magazine and New York Magazine and all the different magazines were there waiting for the story. And you know, there's a part of me that wanted those millions. Oh, come on. I wanted those millions, not for me personally, but for the ministry. And I was thinking, but I had this man who's about six foot six, worked for me. And he's, I forgot his name, but we called him Slim. He worked for me for a number of years and he worked in the tent. And we was there praying one night and he come over and he picked me up and he put my face right in front of his face because he was, he was big. And he looked at me and he said, Now, son, I know you want these millions of dollars. But he said, If God wants you to have them, you don't have to sue to get them. He's a God that's got infinity of money. There's no amount of money. I mean, he's holding me there, you know, looking. He said, you can do what you want to. But he said, if I were you, I'd let this go and let God take care of it. Well, you know what? I took Slim's advice. I let it go. And I have never looked back and been sorry. Because I believe if I would have done that, my life would have been altered in a way that I wouldn't be who I am today because I would have let something take me in a direction for money rather than take me in the direction to follow the Holy Spirit. Thank God for slams. If you had a slam in your life, let me, let me try to finish. Again, I'm, folks, I, I just... I didn't plan to tell you this story today, so that took up part of my message time. But let me just, just, just say again, what would your note from prison be if you were in prison? What is your note to others right now with, with what you're going through? What is your note? See, let me try to finish this with something positive, and I'm not near through, but I'm going to stop today. And I want to say this to you. No matter what's happened in your life, you've got to learn to be really grateful 
for God's goodness, grateful for the amount of life you have. And even though you may have great challenges, you've got to learn to be grateful. Just like I'm so grateful for this woman on the front row. 56 years. March going to be 57. I'm so grateful. She could have married someone else. I could have married someone else. Our life would not have turned out like it has. But I'm so grateful God directed my life to Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada to preach in a church and meet this beautiful woman. You know, it wasn't, everything has not been perfect and I won't tell you that. There's been a lot of challenges, but you know, in the challenges, God has helped us through the challenges. So I'm, I'm a grateful person today, really grateful. And so in the closing hours of 2018, can I once again use the word beg you instead of being angry, mad, upset, bothered, thinking about stuff that has no value to your future. Just become grateful that you're able to be as good as you are and thank God for His goodness. See, people with grateful hearts are easily contented while ungrateful people are subject to bitterness and discontent. Think about that just for a moment. Let me say it again. People with grateful hearts are easily contented while ungrateful people are subject to bitterness and discontent. See, gratitude is learning to recognize and express appreciation for the benefits that we've received from God and others. You know, folks, I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I said last week, I'm just a redneck from Tennessee. But God took this redneck to 80 countries in the world and have had the privilege to, in Papua New Guinea, and I say this not bragging about numbers because I don't usually put numbers. We had so many people in Papua New Guinea the last night over Joyce Meyer and myself, we had over 500,000 people in the field. And that wasn't an estimate. That was how many books we gave out. And we only gave out one per person. A redneck from Tennessee, all the way in Papua New Guinea, and the population of that city was only 900,000. So we had more than half of the city in the crusade on the last night. But thousands came to Jesus Christ. I could go from country to country and tell you, so I'm so grateful that God let this little redneck that knew no one any part of the world, but let me have the opportunity to lead so many people to Christ. I look back and no matter what has happened in our life, the losses we've experienced. I don't dwell on the losses. I want to dwell on the things that God did. Gratitude is learning to recognize and express appreciation for the benefits we've received from God and others. To express appreciation is saying kind words and doing good things for others. And when you do that, it reveals a grateful heart. Oh, you just don't know. You just don't know.
of how grateful I am of the people that God has allowed me to not know but help because that's what ministry is about. That's what you're about. It's not just getting what you want but it's helping others get their needs be, be supplied. Gratitude means intentionally being intentional about thanking God and others for the blessings that come your ways. It also means frequent opportunities to invest back into those who are involved in our lives. So it can be a return gift back to them that helps you. See, if we spend time thanking God and others throughout the day, we're expressing humility, realizing that blessings that we received are really all undeserved. It's the unmerited favor of God. And folks, God has given me so much favor. So much favor that I didn't deserve. He put me in places that I could never get into. <sighs> Ephesians 2, 4, and 5. God is so rich in mercy. He loved us so much that even though we were spiritually dead and doomed by our sins, He gave us back our lives again when He raised Christ from the dead. Only by His undeserved favor have we been saved. See, being mindful of the benefits we've received helps to squeeze out bitterness and entitlement in our hearts. So you can't be grateful and bitter. I never, I never want to be bitter. Gratefulness replaces the negative and depressing thoughts with the realization that our loving Father has showered us with so many good things. Even when bad things happen, we can express the true nature of Jesus. As I said, I've stood in airports and they've said the flight's been canceled. I've been in Japan, I've been in Tokyo, I mean, I've been in Hong Kong, I've been so many different countries of the world and they've told me the flights has been canceled. And you're wanting to get home so badly. Why be angry about what you can't change? I'm grateful that I was strong enough to endure. I eventually got home. <laughs> Can you say amen? Yeah. True gratitude changes the way we start our day and the way we end our day. It defines us as people who value relationship, our relationship with God and others. And believe me, I, really, I value my relationship. That's why I want the church here in 
Carrollton to be intimate. I don't want it to be mega. I've been there. I don't want the mega church anymore. I want intimate family where I can know you and you can know me. You know, I remember standing in uh, Fiji. You were there. Thousands of people out there standing there. I don't know any of those people. They were wonderful people. Remember when it started raining and I thought thousands is going to go home? But they just started dancing because it was raining. They thought this is the blessings of the Lord. Not one person left, but they danced and praised the Lord. And for me to be able to, to experience that is more than I can even tell you about. I can't finish today because of the time. I'm way over time again. <laughs> and, and I plan to let you out. But let me just say this. When gratitude grows inside you, you'll find, you'll, you'll find genuine generosity. When you're grateful, you'll find genuine, genuine generosity and you'll overflow with it. See, grateful people are generous people. Gratitude and generosity Are related. I want to say that again. Gratitude and generosity is related because if you're grateful, you're generous. And those who freely receive are motivated to freely give. And let me just ask you this question What act of generosity might gratitude be motivating you today? <clears throat> Grateful people are not whiners and complainers. They're always looking for something good to say and do. They usually have a good attitude and will not stay down when something happens to them. So, Rosa, if you'll give us a little background music. I've said a lot today, told you stories. I could say one thing to you. Let's finish 2018 with a great, thankful attitude. Flame, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful you were found. And anybody in your condition usually doesn't come through without carrying their body the rest of their life. But you walk, you drive, you talk. Flame, I'm glad you're in our life. I'm glad you're in our life. When I went over to see you and looked at your condition, I was grateful I got to be there with you. And we, we both were grateful we got to be there with you. Find something to be grateful about 
in these last hours of 2018. See, some people think, as I said last week, it's a calendar change. It is that. I'm aware of that. But I believe God's given us opportunities to step out of this year and step into 2019. You know, Geneva, she stepped out of this world into the other world. And, then, and you know, I never heard Geneva once complain because they amputated her leg. I remember before they did it, I was there and after they did it, I was at the hospital. And she said, Pastor, it doesn't matter. I got Jesus. She said, I got Jesus, so it doesn't matter. Oh. I've just got to quit. Holy Spirit, you just open the hearts and help people not to hold grudges, unforgiveness, to be angry, to be bothered about things of the past, even though they've been wronged. Help them to realize even though they've been wronged, That you're the God that gives them strength. And as we spoke about Paul and read about his situations, Lord. He said, in the midst of it all, I just think myself happy. Help every person today. Help every person here today, Lord. To be grateful. To be alive. To have the help they have. To have the strength they have. Somehow, in some way, God, I'm believing for miracles for people. I'm believing for miracles in these few hours left of 2018. Some of the things they prayed for and are not yet seen happen. Help them not to be angry and mad or upset. There's still hours for manifestation. There's a loved one that's lost or someone that needs you, Jesus. If there's trouble going on in a home, Heal the wounds, I pray. Heal the wounds, I pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If anybody wants a special prayer, just stand on your feet. Anybody want a special prayer? If you do, just stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Bless you. Bless you. I I tell you, I sense the power of God. I sense the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Cindy, I believe this is your day. I believe this is your day. Folks, I'm so anointed right now, and I'm not bragging on me. I'm telling you, I can just barely contain my my physical body. I'm so anointed right now. I sense that it's going to be released to you. I sense the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost. You that are watching somewhere in the world, let this Holy Ghost power touch you. Lois over in Chattanooga, Tennessee that's watching this morning. God, God is healing that bronchitis right now. Right now, in bronch- that bronchitis in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Lois, you're being healed right now. Father, you see these that are standing. You see those across the, the, the nation and the world that's reaching out to you right now.
Lord, these closing hours of 2018, we know your word is alive. It's active. It's sharper. You've anointed me. You've anointed the people today for this service. This is not just a service. This is not just December the 29th, 2018. But Father, this is this is the day or the 30th. It's not just the 30th, Lord. This is the day. This is the day of deliverance. This is the day of healing. This is the day that the power of God is flowing right now and every need that you have every need that you have is met it is met in Jesus name in Jesus name every need is met come on everybody believe believe right now believe right now thank you Jesus Gloria, Roger, Joy, Stephanie, Flame. Every one of you, I didn't call your name that's standing. All of you just believe something's happening in the Spirit right now. I sense it. I sense it. I sense something happening in the Spirit right now. I sense the power of God. I sense the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. Come on, everybody, sing it with her. Stand up on your feet and let's worship God. One more time, Rosa. One more time. Come on, let's everybody worship. Worship. You at home, worship. Or wherever you are, you worship.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just worship for a moment. Just worship the Holy Spirit. I know, I know He's in this room this morning. He's where people are around the world. Right now, just worship. Just worship. Sing it one more time, Rosa. never made Jesus Lord of your life today is the day so let's just pray with people right now to receive Jesus dear Lord I come to you now I ask you to forgive me of my sin help me today to put it all behind me and walk by faith acknowledge you Lord the rest of my life. Of my life. Jesus, Jesus, I make you Lord, I make you Lord and, Savior and Savior of my life. Thank you, Lord, Thank you, for coming into my life and making me whole. Now, these are people, this box is getting heavy, people that's from around the world are sending a prayer request. I promised them I would pray over them. I'm looking at Greenland here. Uh, I'm looking at the Soviet Union. And by the way, we have people watching us right now in Russia. Right now in Russia, people are watching us. Isn't that amazing? One little town in Georgia, over 18,000 people just in the last few days. The population of that town is just about twice that much. But in that whole area, 18,000 views in one little area there. Let me tell you something. Jesus wants to heal people everywhere they hurt. Amen. So Father, we thank you for all the people that's represented in this box. Whatever needs they are, whether it's salvation for a loved one, healing for a body, healing of a broken heart, healing of a relationship, restoring of something that was lost, finances, a job, a business, whatever it may be. Lord, we release your power and we release your anointing to flow and healing to come to everyone that's represented in all of these countries of where these prayer requests come from. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, you may be seated if you can. I want to thank 
you for your support this year. This is your last opportunity to give if you want your taxes, if you hadn't given enough and you need to give a little bit more for your taxes. And you that's watching, this is a place where you can do this. And, and you know, it's very simple. People tell me it's real simple. Just go to eoglobal.church, click on that one there where it says to give, and you can fill it out in just a minute's time. And then uh, Experience Life Church will have your gift. Just as soon as the button is clicked, it goes to our bank account. Doesn't go to Don Clowers, it goes to our bank account. And you can give online, very easy. You, many of our church members, you give online, thank you. So there it is. If you don't want to do it online, you can do it by the mail. And there's the post office right there. You can do it by mail. So people in here are bringing their offerings now. Bring them now. And as you bring your tithes and your offerings, I want you to uh, just know that we're praying and believing God for your needs yet, even though it's still not, it, you know. I know last year, I told you this last week, we were, we were, were just hours uh, or, or minutes away and God just supernaturally, someone sent me a text and said, I feel like sending an offering to the church. And, and you know, we really needed that. We really needed it. And God supplied the need. And you know, all of our work and our missions, the, the, the kids, we feed 100 kids a day and, and uh, three times a day, give them education and Bible training. We've even had kids graduate from the school and go on to college. So we're doing a lot. We're, we're doing a lot that I hadn't even told you about. Even in, in uh, uh, the Ukraine, the Ukraine, we're doing some things in the Ukraine and people in the Ukraine are so hungry. You know, when we were there a year before last and we did our conference there in the Ukraine, my goodness, the people were so hungry. Uh, the building was cold. Uh, you know, they, they don't do much heating in the Ukraine. They just don't do, but in the building was cold, but nobody complained. Hundreds and hundreds of people came. Uh, I mean, they had a little bit of heat, but they won't turn much on, even though I was paying, I was paying the bill. They won't turn much on. And the, the people just wrapped up and didn't complain. They just worshipped and worshipped and glorified God. So people are hungry in the world. Amen. And we're supporting, we're supporting a gentleman there. And, and we've supported another one in Romania in the prison ministry there and just different things we're doing. We just want to keep on doing it. And I know this is not Mission Sunday, but I just want you to know we're not just doing stuff in this room. We're touching people in many parts of the world. Isn't that awesome? Thank you for you that do give and you that do support. And, I, and, and if you've not given your money for the chair, could you put up the picture of the chair that we're buying? Uh, uh, Cheryl or David, whoever is in the control room. That's the, that chair is going to be much wider than the one you're sitting in and it's going to be much more comfortable. So... Um, and that chair normally sells for over $100, and we're getting it for 40 So we're getting a special deal. So if you've not bought your chair, buy your chair. And you know what? The Lord impressed me this morning when I was getting ready for church. We got a loved one that's just listening to the wrong voice. We're going to buy a chair for her salvation. Lord put it in my heart. He didn't tell you, but the Lord put it in my heart to buy a chair. So you might have a loved one that 
Maybe Neville would come here, but you know, buy a chair because we're going to need it. We're going to need it in, in 2019 and we won't be able to get a lot of chairs in our chapel, but we're going to make you comfortable while you're here. And so these chairs, we're getting a real bargain at $40. They're brand new, but they're normally over $100, but we're getting a real good deal on these. And so uh, if you've not bought your chair or bought one for a loved one that you want to sow a seed and you that's watching I guess we're still on the internet you that's watching uh, why don't you sow a seed for your loved one even though they would never be here that's what I feel like telling you sow a seed just go to the website when you go to the website you can put in your credit card and if you don't trust the credit card thing just send it through the mail put the put it up there one more time of where to send it to just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it, but if y'all in the control room or, or, or there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church, elglobal.church, put in your credit card, and bang, it'll be right here, and we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week. We're going to go ahead and order them this week. I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday, I doubt that, but by the next Sunday, you will be having some extra room. And you will be enjoying yourself, and I hope you don't fall asleep. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs, but I hope you don't fall asleep. Well, you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time, and you that watch on the replay, God bless you, and you can be a part too. Anyway, one more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. If y'all in the control room will. Or, or, there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church. Elglobal.church. Put in your credit card. And bang, it'll be right here. And we can get your chair. Because we're going to order them this week. We're going to go ahead and order them this week. I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday. I doubt that. But by the next Sunday, you will be having some extra room. And you will be enjoying yourself. And I hope you don't fall asleep. I don't have to... I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs, but I hope you don't fall asleep. Well, you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. If y'all in the control room will... Or, or, there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church. Elglobal.church. Put in your credit card. And bang, it'll be right here. And we can get your chair. Because we're going to order them this week. We're going to go ahead and order them this week. I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday. I doubt that. But by the next Sunday, you will be having some extra room. And you will be enjoying yourself. And I hope you don't fall asleep. I don't have to... I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs, but I hope you don't fall asleep. Well, you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. If y'all in the control room will... Or, or, there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church. Elglobal.church. Put in your credit card. And bang, it'll be right here. 
and we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week. We're going to go ahead and order them this week. I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday. I doubt that. But by the next Sunday, you will be having some extra room. And you will be enjoying yourself. And I hope you don't fall asleep. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs. But I hope you don't fall asleep. Well, you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. If y'all in the control room, or, or, or there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church elglobal.church put in your credit card and bang it'll be right here and we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week we're going to go ahead and order them this week I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday I doubt that but by the next Sunday you will be having some extra room and you will be enjoying yourself and I hope you don't fall asleep I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs but I hope you don't fall asleep well you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. If y'all in the control room, or, 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 there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church elglobal.church put in your credit card and bang it'll be right here and we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week we're going to go ahead and order them this week I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday I doubt that but by the next Sunday you will be having some extra room and you will be enjoying yourself and I hope you don't fall asleep I don't have to I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs but I hope you don't fall asleep well you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. If y'all in the control room, or, 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 there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church elglobal.church put in your credit card and bang it'll be right here and we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week we're going to go ahead and order them this week I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday I doubt that but by the next Sunday you will be having some extra room and you will be enjoying yourself and I hope you don't fall asleep I don't have to I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs but I hope you don't fall asleep well you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. If y'all in the control room, or, 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 there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church elglobal.church put in your credit card and bang it'll be right here and we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week we're going to go ahead and order them this week I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday I doubt that but 
by the next Sunday, you will be having some extra room. And you will be enjoying yourself. And I hope you don't fall asleep. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs, but I hope you don't fall asleep. Well, you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. But if y'all in the control room, or, or, or there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church. Elglobal.church. Put in your credit card, and bang, it'll be right here, and we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week. We're going to go ahead and order them this week. I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday. I doubt that, but. By the next Sunday, you will be having some extra room. And you will be enjoying yourself. And I hope you don't fall asleep. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs, but I hope you don't fall asleep. Well, you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. But if y'all in the control room, or, or, or there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church. Elglobal.church. Put in your credit card, and bang, it'll be right here, and we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week. We're going to go ahead and order them this week. I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday. I doubt that, but. By the next Sunday, you will be having some extra room. And you will be enjoying yourself. And I hope you don't fall asleep. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs, but I hope you don't fall asleep. Well, you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today? One more time of where to send it to, just in case somebody else uh, didn't remember it. But if y'all in the control room, or, or, or there we go. Thank you. Uh, just go to elglobal.church. Elglobal.church. Put in your credit card, and bang, it'll be right here. And we can get your chair because we're going to order them this week. We're going to go ahead and order them this week. I don't know if they'll come in by next Sunday. I doubt that, but. By the next Sunday, you will be having some extra room. And you will be enjoying yourself. And I hope you don't fall asleep. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it in, in these chairs, but I hope you don't fall asleep. Well, you on the internet, we're going to go now. Bless you. Thank you for staying with us all this time. And you that watch on the replay, God bless you. And you can be a part too. Anyway, did you get blessed today?